Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is time to kick off spoiler room number 184. So uh, everybody hang back for a moment while I kick the intro. And here we go. Let's do this. All right, sweethearts, what are you waiting for? Breakfast in bed? Another glorious day in the Corps. Day in the Marine Corps is like a day on the farm. Every meal is a banquet. Every paycheck a fortune. Every formation a parade. I love the Corps. Man, this floor is freezing. What do you want me to do, fetch your slippers for you? Gee, would you, sir? I'd like that. Look into my eye. Fall in, people. Listening to, listening the boiler to room. the boiler room at ACR. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Yes, 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 this is the live radio program that is forged in the depths of the alternate current radio laboratory. Smelted with a desire to inform and entertain, to crush the pillars of the liar mainstream media, to slash the veneers of the so-called alternative media, to create a media battle axe of molten data. Ladies and gentlemen, lurkers and regulars, friends and foes, welcome to the Boiler Room, broadcasting live on alternatecurrentradio.com on Jay's Jay Dyer's YouTube channel. I always want to say Jay's Analysis YouTube, but it's Jay Dyer if you're out there on YouTube looking for it. And Spreaker.com. Visit our webpage, alternatecurrentradio.com. Find our latest featured episodes there at the website, in the main menu, and on the billboard slider. We've got almost 4,000 hours of talk and music radio programs on our Spreaker.com page. Go to Spreaker.com or download the Spreaker mobile app 
and search for Alternate Current Radio for our complete archives and list of shows. And of course, find Boiler Room at iHeartRadio and iTunes also. We are self-funded and listener-backed. If you'd like to show your support for ACR, you can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash alternate current radio. For as little as a dollar a month, you can drop a tip in the tip jar via PayPal. Or for you crypto heads, we've got a cryptocurrency wallet. Find all the details at alternatecurrentradio.com forward slash donate. Thank yous in that regard. This week, go out to Creative Accidents, Jolene, Mr. and Mrs. Pharaoh, Kathleen, and to the Hessian Session Ultra listeners, Andrew, Beheader, and Blastmaster. Also, a big warm welcome to Wendy over at the Patreon, and a fist bump to Funk. All right, let's get right into it. On the show tonight, myself. I'm the captain of the ACR Battle Station. My call sign is Hesher because in my spare time, I'm a heavy metal enthusiast. But my professional background is in computer science, information technology management, academic large-scale experimentation, education, and computer security. Whoa. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Smart. Yeah. All right. Up next, we... A business interview? A job interview? (laughs) That's right. Please hire me. I'm I'm available. <laughs> I I also enjoy uh, long walks on the beach. <laughs> Earl Grey tea. Trying to, trying to get laid right in front. Right in front of I like Earl Grey tea and puppies too. Yeah, what he forgot to tell us is that BR stands for boiler resume. Boiler resume. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've also got our geopolitical media maniac, Max, joining us once again. Max, welcome to the Boiler Room. How are you? Doing great. Good to be with you all, and I'm looking forward to uh, discussing all the big developments that have taken place this past week. There's a lot of stuff to talk about today. Yeah, there is. There's probably too much. We'll see what we can cram in tonight, though. Thanks for joining us. And next, we have the brilliant mind behind jaysanalysis.com and the author of Esoteric Hollywood, Sex, Cults, and Symbols in Film, Jay Dyer. Welcome once again, Keeper of the Swans, to the Boiler Room. Thank you. Glad to be here. Always a pleasure to be on Boiler Room. Yes. Yes. Always a pleasure to have you. And last but not least, we have my co-host, the Breaker of Ice, the intrepid explorer of internet oddities and outrages, the DJ mastermind of Anarchy with Spore. Lovely Spore, welcome to the Boiler Room. Thanks. It's it's awesome to finally get the show started. Thanks for all your patience, everybody. Yeah, I appreciate everybody hanging out in the chat room, doing a little bit of a meme dance party with us. That while was really fun. We were all getting ready and making sure the uh, the nerds were uh, had the Boiler Room available over at the Jay Dyer YouTube channel. Uh, get out Thank there and subscribe. Thank you for your patience. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, looks like we uh, we got some ultras tonight, man. Hardly anybody left the chat. So, again, thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Uh, we're looking forward to doing this. So, Spore, let me find the button. Let's break some ice. Where are we going to kick off today with Boiler Room 184? Okay, so this is an article out of the Daily Mail. Um, a law student who is 20 years old, a Russian law student, has been protesting man-spreading on the subways by mixing chlorine and water and um, pouring it on men's crotches if they're spreading their legs open. She says that 
people in other countries are really fighting man spreading a lot harder than they are in Russia. So she's being, you know, she's just a super feminist activist that's decided to take it into her own hands to walk around and um, she actually has like a super highly concentrated blend of bleach and water. It's like three times what you use for your laundry. And so, you know, if she sees anybody on the subway with their legs spread open, she douses their crotch with this blend of bleach and water. You know, Hesher brought this story to me, and the first thing I'm thinking is this is this is assault. And why is she, you know, is she arrested or what? And no, she's not been arrested. So I read down this article. First of all, like the photos are interesting because there's two different, there's two different girls in these photos and they're all named Anna Dovagaliot. And the first one's like a brown haired girl, like, and it's showing her on the subway, dousing guys in the crotch with these bottles of water. And then there's like a few photos of this really hot blonde, like she looks like a model or something. And there's like one where she's sipping champagne and eating oysters. It's really odd. Oh, the other thing is that apparently Putin is a man spreader and Clinton has accused Putin of it. And she's objecting to Putin's man spreading as well. Anyways, as I, <laughs> as I read down, there's been ac- accusations that these are all faked videos and... She claims that they're absolutely real, but no no commuters have sued her because it's just a pair of jeans. Sued her? What about punched her? Yeah, really. So, I don't know. It kind of looks fake to me. Interesting. So, it's like a uh, another outrage, but is it just meant to be a staged outrage? Hmm. So, there you go. Uh, SJWism exported to Russia. And this is uh, the same young lady, if I recall... That was um, standing in the terminals, like the the train terminals, pulling her skirt up and posing with her underwear out as a protest against uh, upskirt cameraing. Upskirting. Upskirting. Yeah. Yep, that's what it's called. <laughs> Those photos looked very like Getty images too. Like she had a professional photographer there. Uh-huh. So, hmm, I wonder if this is some sort of like. Uh, Pussy riot, sort of, uh, you know, faux protest. It seems highly su- suspicious to me. Hmm. All right. Well. Why was she? Why was she diluting it? I and mean, if you're going to do this, you might as well just pour the bleach. Yeah. She's going to pour diluted bleach. <laughs> That's kind of a pussy riot move. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The pussy move, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you going to do it or not? No kidding. <laughs> when I was. Uh, when I was 15, I think when I was 15, I had a job at the Sizz, at the Sizzler. Gross. Yeah, it was. I was a dishwasher. Because you're a Sizz gender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was. Still am. So I was working at the Sizz, and uh, one day we had this big storm come through, and the power went out, and the dishwasher machine didn't work. And it was like, I thought, okay, well, I guess we're going to close the restaurant down and go home. But no, they had us... Uh, boil giant pots of water and then pour boiling water into the sink and then dump a gallon of bleach in there and they just had us like dipping plates in there into the bleach water and calling that cleaning it and i remember at the end of the day my hands were like blistered i had all these crazy bleach blisters on my my fingers yeah that's no good for you i mean i can't imagine having that on the skin of your crotch no you wouldn't want that i don't think that's that's good that's why i think it's assault i mean who knows? I don't know what the laws in Russia would be, but I don't think uh, I don't think that would go over well in any civilized nation. Well, I found a picture of some edgy feminists doing it to get back at us. There's one 
who's a looks like a she looks like a she's a I think it's a woman, but it looks like a crackhead sixteen year old boy, uh, feminist trans person who's man spreading to get back at us, and then a black chick. Man, I'm not joking. There, there's pictures of them doing it to get back at us. You should see the picture because they're like uh, women, women man spread to show men a thing or two, and and they just look like complete idiots. It's, this is not. Like, it didn't hurt you. <laughs> I don't feel triggered at all. <laughs> oh my god, this is such insanity, such insanity. Like what? What the hell does the way people sit have to do with social oh, justice? Well, what, what she says or what they say is that um, when you're manspreading, you're showing that you lead your life through your phallus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just uh, making myself well, comfortable. Not, yeah, it's more so if you have uh, these two giant things between your leg like I do, uh, <laughs> that you, you have to get comfortable, all right? <laughs> It's all about not sitting on the beanbags, honey. <laughs> I guarantee you, yeah, I think this this blonde chick that you're talking about, I'm looking at her. Yeah, this is some kind of stage thing for media. I mean, I'm not saying the people involved in it aren't necessarily getting crap thrown on them, but she's doing it as a stunt for sure to get attention. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I noticed that some of the videos, they show like a head-mounted GoPro view yeah. from the camera but when you see the the other pictures of her doing it she's not wearing the gopro on her head mm. so you kind of look at it from the like you know filmographer's perspective and it gets even fishier the blonde chick looks like skank lauren southern she's like russian skank lauren southern <laughs> she does russian skank wannabe lauren southern yeah yeah like well lauren I bet she's yeah. got a ton of Instagram followers now, oh, and you know it. a lot of interview requests coming her way. Because uh-huh. you know, unfortunately, people are so stupid out there as media consumers; they just take it at face value. Yeah, she was involved in another stunt uh, last year, I think. The upskirting one, where she was pulling her oh, dress really? up. Yeah, yeah, the upskirting thing. Yeah, she was protesting what men looking up the skirts of women, so she decided to. <laughs> What, have her skirt blown up when yeah. people get off the subway? Dress up as sexy as possible, put on your nice short dress, and get out there and hold Show it up. Show everyone hold your panties. Up. What a protest. Yeah. We are taking Mammon tonight, if people want to donate Mammon. And if you all of your donations will go to the Institute for the Cessation of Manspreading, the ICM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Absolutely, yeah. Throw us your super chats. We'll take them on. <laughs> also, donations will be divvied up to the Castration Association of America, the CAA. <laughs> yes, definitely. No, I know. Uh, the, the Castration Ostracization Circumcision uh, Club, uh, otherwise known as COCK. <laughs> C-O-C-C club, club, That's club with a K Yeah, yeah right <laughs> Club with a K <laughs> Yeah, definitely Oh boy So Craig over at Radiant Creators dropped me today An article from the dreaded Daily Beast And it says uh, Me Too is making college colleges teach Toxic Masculinity 101 That's not a surprise uh-huh. No, I think that was an icebreaker a while back Oh, was it? Yeah it's. Uh, well, they've resurrected it And they're talking about it now at Brown University So they've, they've uh, moved it into the football team So they've got 
a senior who's a running back there for the Brown Bears, uh, co-led a mandatory training for freshman players. But it wasn't about their skills on the football field. He taught them about the dangers of being domineering off the football field. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And that it's okay to ask for help and to watch the locker room for, you know, locker room talk or uh, any, any sort, any form or shape of harmful norms of masculinity how about that colleges are just off the rails ongoing so men aren't allowed to talk to men in a locker room and have private conversations well they got to be really careful and just talk about their feels don't say grab her by the pussy oh definitely don't say grab her by that no that would be very very masculine and toxic So uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a big uh, program there, growing trend on campuses. Uh, it's it has spread like uh, disgusting wildfire, and some quote unquote experts are identifying this as a root cause of the Me Too issues. Of course, so you know we've got the uh, the old ye old hashtag there. Supporting. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do anything but groan at every all this shit. It's all just nonstop psychological yeah. warfare, nonstop nonsense. Here's here's a great quote from the article. For some men, they think if they're not raping anyone, that's enough. <laughs> what? Wait, say that again. <laughs> For some men, they think if they're not raping anyone, that's enough. Oh my god! But we've seen that it's not. We need to train men on healthy masculinity at a young age what do they mean by healthy masculinity do they mean like femininity i don't know <laughs> that means be a soy boy yes a healthy diet of soy and daily, and daily beast remember the professor claiming fart rape oh the fart rape yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. where we are we're getting into the ludicrous factor here fart rape style how come that mm-hmm. never I hashtagged? Elevator and yeah, somebody <laughs> tooted, did it to show me their masculinity and rape my nose, yeah. rape my nostril hairs off. It's like growing up with a brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. If I ever see one of these crazy Russian, fake Russian bitches. I'm going to manspread my cheeks and I'm going to burn off her nostril hairs a little bit. I'm going to manspread some butt cheeks on her face and let it rip. <laughs> I'll show you some manspreading Red Sparrow. Yeah. You've seen it from this For side? Th- oh. <laughs> <A> red Sparrow. 
<laughs> yeah, what could be more American than that? America. You would think even the leftists would approve of that since they hate Russia so much these days. All right. Well, uh, that was fun, Spore. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> that was a good romp through the ice there. That was a good one. <laughs> All right. Um, Jay, before I forget, uh, some of the listeners in the chat earlier were asking about your appearance coming up in October in California. And some of them, at least one of our chat room listeners, is going to be there in attendance. So uh, awesome. give everybody uh, the lowdown on this. Yeah, uh, I'll be speaking at the Paramount Ranch. I didn't think this was going to go through, um, but it looks like this is all going to go through. So uh, some some good gigs coming up. I'll be the, I think, I can't remember whichever day. I think it's the 13th. I think I'm speaking that day. Uh, Saturday in the afternoon, 1, uh, noon or 1, somewhere in there. Um, maybe come a little bit earlier to make sure, come around 11 or 12, or if you come to the, all days of the event, whatever. I don't know how big of a crowd this is. I think they said they get a few thousand, so it should be a fun event. It's not just me. There's like dozens of musicians, dozens of uh, artists, crafts, yoga. It's like a, a healthier Burning Man, maybe, is what this is. I don't know what to liken it to. Not as crazy a Burning Man. So it's at the Paramount Ranch, which is uh, not a Hollywood Illuminati thing anymore. It's actually owned by the state of California. Well, I guess it could still be a Hollywood Illuminati thing if it's owned by the state of California. That might as well be the same thing as yeah. the, the, the studios. I don't know, but it, it's a it's the property of the state. It's like a state park now. I think there's still some of the old movie uh, sets that are there at the, the park. But uh, I've never been there, but it's, it's Malibu, Topanga Canyon area. And if you are a Jason Alice's listener, follower, reader, watcher, you get a discount if you get the tickets. There are tickets. I don't think they're that expensive, but uh, the Jason Alice's discount code is 007007 gets you, I think, 9 or $10 off. So I will be speaking on Tavistock, Social Engineering, The Legacy of Dave McGowan, and Edward Bernays, and... Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Nice. So uh, you're going to be talking Laurel Canyon topics very near Laurel Canyon. Uh, sounds basically, like. <laughs> or near, yeah, around <laughs> the area. Yeah. Oh, the irony. And, uh, so I love it. I, I will say, too, uh, I didn't think that I would really like some of these bands. I checked out some of the, the bigger name bands that are going to be playing, and I actually kind of liked it. There's some kind of David Lynchian style kind of, you know, if you watched uh, Season 3 of Twin Peaks and you saw... Some of the bands that played, it's in that vein. I don't know if it's any of those exact same people, but uh, I was checking out the bands. I had not really heard of them, but it's good stuff. And oh. um, I don't I don't know who the other speakers are. Uh, it's a lot of, like, you know, raise your consciousness type speakers. So I, I don't know about all that, but, uh, you know, I can say that the music uh, look cool. There's going to be a lot of organic food uh, at this fair. So it looks fun. And so come chill with me. Uh, even if you're not the the Laurel Canyon hippie type, if you want to come chill with me, whatever I am, you can just hang out. And awesome. we'll be there all day selling books, signing books. Also, I will be Saturday. Huge event. The Killstream is doing a charity show. And I'm actually the small P in the, in the pod here. This is like way bigger people. But I was asked to come on. So I'm, I'm honored to be on. It'll be uh, Keemstar, Medicare, 
some huge name YouTubers uh, and myself, and we will be, it's a charity thing that uh, Ethan Ralph wanted to put on. So that's going to be a big event. And I think I'm, I'm about 90% sure that Sam Tripoli is going to have me in studio on his show, the Temple Hack in studio in LA. So that's going to be a lot of fun while I'm out there. Oh, excellent. Yeah. I love that. Um, last appearance you did on there. I've been rolling that on the 24 seven live Matt. stream quite often over here at ACR. It was really good. Yeah, I was uh, a little bummed. I thought he was going to have to cancel. He said he might be uh, touring, and then I hit him up again. He said, oh, it looks like there is an open date. So hopefully, uh, you know, like I said, he seems pretty positive. So cool. So there's some, bi- some big stuff coming up. Excellent. And, uh, Max, it sounds like uh, you might be making a personal trip to California. Wouldn't that be cool if it coincided with uh, Jay's trip? Yeah, it would, and I, I missed that. Um, when was this going to be? October 12th um, and 13th, yeah, I'll, I'll be speaking uh, the 13th, October 13th um, in Malibu, okay. but I'll be out there, I'll be out there for a, long, for a good while, so anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure about the timing of any of this yet, So, but we'll okay. see, yeah, that would be cool. Awesome, great, anyway. thank you Jay and uh, all the listeners out there If you're in California or you can get to California in uh, October Get on out there, get your ticket and go see Jay rock the microphone Yeah, I'll be rapping and beatboxing the entire talk for <laughs> about an hour and a half straight <laughs> Good deal Alright, cool um, And I guess while we're Oh, yes, by the way, Dick Masterson Big guy, big name guy, Keemstar, big name guy. They're, they're all big dudes that are going to be on the uh, the heel stream. They're calling it H E A L heel stream charity stream instead of kill stream. Nice okay. this Saturday. Cool, good, appropriate uh, name alteration for the charity event. That's awesome. Great, congratulations. We'll all be looking forward to that, and uh, I'll I'll drop a link uh, on tonight's show page or whatever show ends up uh, nearest to that in time. Cool beans. Did you see, by the way, that there was this the uh, the war between uh, Medicare and Sargon this last couple of weeks? No, I heard rumor of it though. It, what what happened? It was pretty amusing. Um, Sargon pulled about four thousand on his live stream, and <laughs> Medicare pulled about thirty thousand live on his. Wow! So, oh my god! Thirty thousand live. That was pretty awesome. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that is a huge live stream. Go Medicare. Good deal. Excellent. All right. Um, Oh, and Jay, also, thank you for uh, suggesting the movie Mandy to us. We watched that since the last episode and really enjoyed it. Uh, It's my new favorite movie, like I was telling you in our chat. I figured it it would be. You totally called it, Jay. Your whole description of it, everything was so on point. This is a Hesher movie. (laughs) Twin Peaks meets Hellraiser meets... Ash, evil dad. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, you're who I thought of when I watched it, and and I did not see any trailers when I watched this movie. And I told, I just told uh, Max today he's got to see it. And we were texting about that earlier. I I I, I thought this is uh, like a slow art house movie when I'm watching like the first 15 minutes of it, and then it goes buck hay wild wire shit crazy. <laughs> Yeah, the DMT kicks in about fifteen minutes. Yeah, in. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. I watched uh, 
I was so I was so taken by it that I I immediately watched your analysis afterward, which was excellent, by the way. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I watched it on the gym on the treadmill. That was great, and I followed that up with uh, two interviews with the director and Nick Cage and uh, the homie that played Jeremiah, the cult leader. Um, yeah. And I just I feel like a total ass for not having seen Beyond the Black Rainbow yet because you and Randy J both told me I should, and um, I want to I want to shake that director's hand. I feel like he's my brother from another mother. That guy is like <laughs> what I would have been if I would have just locked myself in a basement and taken LSD and and listened to Finnish black metal for for like a decade writing that thing. <laughs> Is that what he did? Did he is he a Finnish black metal fan? Or I mean, obviously he's a metal fan because this is a very very metal themed movie. Yeah, um, he did mention. Um, well, I saw Kevin Smith interviewing those three those three guys, and uh, he mentioned that the guy, the dude that did the score for the film, I don't remember his name, um, just passed away right after the film uh, was completed, and. Uh, I don't have the data rattling around in my head, but essentially um, he he mentioned something about Finnish metal while he was talking about him, and uh, mm-hmm. it sounds like he was. I might be misspeaking here, but I got the impression that he might have even actually been involved in the movie Heavy Metal. So oh. um, I'll have oh. to fact check that one to be sure, but I did get that impression. I'll call up the cat bitch at Snopes. Call up that cat bitch. Fact check it. Fact check it. Fact check that one. Fact check it. Right. That, that bitch. Fact check it with the fat chick with the cats. That's right. Snopes. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting watching uh, Kevin Smith uh, admit to that director that um, he is uh, much better than him. <laughs> and fun to watch. Wait, wait, wait. It was wait who admitted to what? Kevin Smith was doing uh at, like oh uh, he admitted to the what's his name Pastos Costos Pas, Pasmatos what's Cosmatos yeah he was Cosmatos. a trippy first name but last name Cosmatos um yeah I think he's probably about my age and when he was in sixth grade or so he spent a lot of time playing in television he said uh, Kevin Smith asked him what's next and he goes I'm gonna go home and play in television. <laughs> Like I did in 1986. It was like one of the early... It was pre-Nintendo video game console, like post-Atari pre-Nintendo. I used to to play it. I used to play it. It had like a little TV remote for the controller. Yeah, it did. It was a little round round thing that you moved your thumb around. And um, I remember playing Rampage. I played Rampage on it. Yeah, me too. Rampage was great on that. It had like a number pad, a full number pad, and then a little roundy thing. weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have never heard of it. You mentioned in television. They're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it was like a, kind of a flash in the pan. I think it was only cool for like a year because Nintendo came out pretty soon after it. It did. It did. Yep. Yep. So uh, Kindred Spirit there, definitely in that director. So uh, he's my new favorite director, and that's my new favorite movie. And if you're, uh, like you mentioned in your analysis, if you're not uh, faint of heart or weak in the stomach, check out Mandy. It's great. All right, and of course, uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow is next on my list. I will have watched that by the next Boiler Room, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I'll I'll link to those. It's good. It's it's good. It's got a good ending. It's just very difficult to get through that that middle third of the movie. Yeah, so be, be prepared. Yeah, Cosmatos even says in in some of the interviews that 
Mandy is sort of like uh, the follow-up to it, the loose follow-up to it to uh, sort of cleanse the palate from <laughs> the insanity of Black Rainbow. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I can see that. So I will, uh, I'll link uh, your analysis and those two interviews that I watched on tonight's show page for anyone who's interested. Thank you. All right, Max, let's do some news and what do you say? I think it's about time. Everybody's talking about Kavanaugh today. We've talked to Kavanaugh, I think, in the last two boiler rooms because uh, that's what we do. We kind of look at what... Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What the mainstream's doing in, their, uh, in our news feeds, and the Senate hearing was in full swing today. All your favorite freaks and geeks were in attendance. Uh, I don't know. Max, what do you think, man? Did you get a chance to look at any of that? I didn't actually get to watch it in full, uh, nor am I certain it'd be worth the time. But a lot of my people in the interweb social circles were glued to it today, so it's been really fun seeing the commentary. Well, honestly, no, I haven't had any time to to tune in, but uh, Zero Hedge has kept me updated for the most part. They almost hourly it seems like they've got a new development on the Kavanaugh thing it's getting kind of old actually it is uh, it was entertaining for a while and these last two days uh have been really kind of grating <laughs> to be honest with you and like you said earlier you know it's just descended into tabloid you know I mean just pure tabloid it you know it started out as tabloid but now it's just you know 24 7 tabloid so right uh, yeah minute yeah. by minute Kavanaugh just red versus blue going absolute ape shit in uh mainstream and alternative news feeds but um i will say this i did see uh, a short clip of lindsey graham talking and wow i never thought the world would come to this where i would say go get him senator graham Ugh, it's just i feel like dirty even just saying that uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe now that <clears throat> maybe now that McCain's dead, some evil spell has been lifted from Lindsey Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, okay. So, Max, since you didn't get to check it out, here's what happened: Senator Graham 
let loose on Democrats today for their treatment of Brett Kavanaugh, accusing them of the most unethical sham. He said, if you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. He said this to Dick Durbin, Democrat, uh, to whom he was responding during this testimony. He said, what you want to do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in 2020. You've said that, not me. It's crazy. I mean, wow. he was he was just pissed. He was seeing red. You could tell. He was like, wow. He went on to say, um, he said, boy, y'all want power. I hope you never get it. I hope the American people can see through this sham. God, I hate to say it because these have been my friends, he said, turning to Kavanaugh. But let me tell you, when it comes to this, you're looking for a fair process. You came to the wrong town at the wrong time, my friend. (laughs) So, uh, wow. Again, never thought I'd say that, but big ups to Graham for, uh, for calling it like it is there was an interesting article at uh chateau the chateau artiste uh the controversial site indeed that yeah and the chateau had a a really interesting analysis probably a few weeks ago it was uh sent to me in another chat group and they had a breakdown of i don't remember what event it was oh mccain's funeral that's what it was and some of the Trump people were making eyes over at Lindsey Graham when he hugged Huma Abedin. And the reactions of Lindsey Graham after the Trump people made eyes at his, in his general direction and his change of demeanor was pretty telling. So it, as some people suggested, at least the Chateau article suggested, that maybe uh, the dirt is on Lindsay. I can't imagine that there hasn't been dirt on Lindsey Graham. Come on. Yeah. Uh, and so maybe he's, cha- this is why he's changed his tune. So this is interesting to see this because the Chateau article uh, predicted this about two or three weeks ago that Lindsey Graham would uh, make this kind of a turn. Not that I would put much stock in it, but it, it does uh, vindicate the Chateau analysis. Yeah, definitely. That's really interesting. Because uh, it really seems. I'll send that you. Way. I'll, here, I'll send you the article. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll stick it on the show page for everybody. Uh, he also said, "This is another quote. This is not a job interview. This is hell." <laughs> 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 and then he makes a really good point. He goes on to say, "This is going to destroy the ability of good people to come forward because of this crap." <laughs> wow. You know, and that's pretty much what we were <laughs> yeah. saying last week. Yeah. And then he, he ended by saying, I hope you're on the Supreme Court. He said that to Kavanaugh. That's exactly where you should be. And I hope the American people are able to see through this charade. And I wish you well. And I intend to vote for you. And I hope everybody who's fair minded will. So, Props. wow. Props. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. Graham. I would, if somebody would have told me I'd be giving props to Graham on Boiler Room. I'm- even I'm a week ago? I'm beside myself. <laughs> I would have flipped him the bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bird would have been the word for sure. So uh, that happened today, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be interesting to watch that in its full, or maybe the highlights reel. I do better with highlight reels on things like this, but that sounds to me like that pretty much was the the highlight of it. 
Um, but then there was that weird, uh, can I say bull dyke? There was this weird bull dyke looking crazy person that was one of the people questioning uh, Ford up there. I think it was, she was questioning Ford. Just a really strange cast of characters there on this whole on the whole Democrat side trying to demonize Kavanaugh. And again, the uh, the worst thing about this whole experience, and you know, I'm no Kavanaugh. Uh, fan, I, I, I will agree with what Daniel Spaulding said. You know, by Washington standards, he seems pretty okay. You know, sort of milk toast. I my main problem with the guy is that he has been very open about supporting things like the Patriot Act and uh, unwarranted wiretapping and you know NSA spying and all that. He's very uh, when it comes down to the letter of the law, he's very. Uh, mm, unfriendly to the fourth amendment but um you know i'd rather deal with neocon yeah i'd rather deal with that with a you know than another like bader ginsburg sort of character being put in there by the psychopaths on the other side oh also uh here's here's another interesting one doxing happening on capitol hill check this out someone on capitol hill just doxed Republican Senators Mike Lee, Orrin Hatch, and Lindsey Graham. Somebody working from a House of Representatives office was editing the Wikipedia pages of Republican Senators to post what looks like their home addresses. So there, that's like, uh, you know, that kind of solids up what we were talking about with regards to the Project Veritas stuff one or two episodes back. Uh, more of that, you know, people using government computers to uh, illegally slash very questionably, I don't know, uh, docs sitting Republican senators. And that's getting dangerous for people, you know. People are getting shouted out of restaurants and things like yeah. that. No, it's getting crazy. Like, I, I kind of I thought, well, Alex Jones is... Uh exaggerating when he was talking about oh they're gonna try to get violent and all this stuff uh but no actually they are kind of trying to get people to be violent yeah and and there are senators that are calling for it like that crazy psychopath maxine waters yeah right i mean we need to to take him out to to take him out to get rid of him (laughs) that's my Maxine Waters first mission for you. That's a good Maxine. You know, she is the um, her district is District uh, forty three or forty six in California. I may have mentioned this before, but uh, you can go to YouTube and type in um, you know Maxine Waters district drive around or drive through or something like that, and you can see the uh, the social state of the slums in her own district, and it is mind boggling. Just how I mean, it looks like some sort of refugee zombie war zone of of crackheads and homeless people. I mean, just insane that this woman is spending her energy trying to foment violence. I mean, geez, if one of us said something like that on this show, we we could maybe get no- a knock on the door from an authority, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, you're you're inciting violence." Absolutely. And she is been sitting in that seat for like i don't even know how long 400 years or something (laughs) like she dated the crypt keeper i think before she took that seat that's interesting you said that because uh 
just literally within the last couple hours, I think, uh, Zero Hedge posted an article. It wasn't about Maxine Waters specifically. It was just detailing the fact that the most poverty-stricken and crime-stricken areas of the United States are governed by Democrats. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. is very true. I mean, that's a fact. That's just a fact. <laughs> and you got to wonder, uh, you know, who's who's behind all this? Who, who where is the uh, what think tank or what war room or what what desk is coming up with all these ideas? You know, I've I've been throwing that question around with some people and you know, people are saying, "Oh, maybe uh could be a Soros type, could be a a Clinton." And what do you know? Lo and behold, I found a picture of the Ford, the Christine Ford attorney walking around with Hillary Clinton herself. It's a, it's a, I don't know the date on the picture. I believe it's probably from before all of this, but nonetheless, the connections are there to, to Clinton. And as we discussed last week, there are connections to, uh, GPS fusion and, you know, connections from there to Christopher Steele of the uh, Dodge Dossier. Like Daniel called it, he said uh, six degrees, no longer six degrees of separation or six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's uh, six degrees of fusion, GPS fusion. So there you have that. That uh, says a lot. And I think we also had, I don't know if I have the article in front of me here, but there was, it looked like there was a conf- confirmation of uh, a Soros tie there also with the uh, fusion organization that's been exposed as being paid by Hillary and the DNC and uh, other uh-huh. swamp life to do the, the Christopher Steele thing. Give a quick definition of the GPS fusion for the listeners. I don't have my article close to me, so I'm, I'd be winging it, but essentially it is uh, a organization that I think it's the organization that paid Christopher Steele, who is like a, a essentially an ex-British agent, to um, produce the dossier, the the Russian urination whore dossier on Trump that has P-gate. been yeah P gate <laughs> hashtag P gate Trump, <laughs> which which has been exposed to be you know totally unconfirmed, totally bogus. Uh, so yeah, there there are connections there, and yeah, there's just uh, so many connections here to intelligence agencies and and this and that with with this case here, um, and it's just amazing that here we are. You know, our Senate is wasting time talking about you know allegations from someone who says, "Well, I know I was 15, but I'm not sure exactly what year this happened." <laughs> what? No, <laughs> what? <laughs> doesn't even make sense and then we've got i think we're up to three uh three accusers now that have come forward um all of them are super dodgy the third one goes uh her name is julie swetnick she's the uh woman who accused brett kavanaugh and a friend of attending house parties where she i'm gonna accuse him of 
trying to get in my booty hole and I'm going to get a bunch of followers because that's all this is how you get money and followers is just make up some bullshit to get in the news and you'll be on the cover of everything. And I don't know who, who should I say rape me? Well, Kavanaugh's on the rage right now, but (laughs) it's trending. Hashtag. It's got to be a conservative. Yeah. It has to be a conservative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could say Graham, you know, as revenge for his harsh comments. That would be a good one. I'll say Lindsey Graham and Kavanaugh came at me, you know, at a party 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, and they had time. they had John McCain with them wearing a Ronald Reagan mask, <laughs> <laughs> like a sexual version of the Point Break masks. <laughs> yes, like the, the ex presidents, right? Exactly. That's what I was picturing in my head. <laughs> Just, just keep my eyes wide shut while that happens. I don't want to see any of that. <laughs> no, no, definitely. So this woman, um, I guess she's the third accuser now. She said, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, an, an ex-boyfriend of hers said he had to file a restraining order against her um, in Miami some years later. Uh, Miami-Dade court. Uh, county court docket shows a petition for an injunction against uh, Swetnick back in 2001 by a former boyfriend by the name of Richard Vin- Vinci, who told Politico... Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Wednesday, that the two had dated for four years before they broke up, and uh, 13 days later, the, the case was dismissed, uh, not long after an affidavit of non uh, non ability was uh, filed, 
But according to this guy, Swetnick threatened him after they broke up, and even after he got married to his current wife and had a child, he said, right after I broke up with her, she was threatening my family, threatening my wife, and threatening to do harm to my baby. Uh, He said that in a telephone interview with Politico, and he says, I know a lot about her. She's not credible at all. So pretty interesting there. He didn't. Um, he didn't want to go any further until he talked to a lawyer because after that was released, his phone started blowing up. So he, he put it on pause until he could get a get a lawyer. It's probably a really good idea, but brave of him to step out there like that and point out the kind of person uh, that this is, the kind of people that they're rounding up to make these accusations. Yeah, there's isn't there some controversy too surrounding uh, a new controversy surrounding her lawyer. Uh, Ford's lawyer, right? Michael Avenatti. Um, yeah, he's claiming it's not necessary to, to substantiate guy. an accusation from his client. It wasn't necessary to substantiate it. Isn't that something like that? That it made some outrageous claim like that. Yeah. This is the the crazy ass that said, "I have evidence that Kavanaugh ran a gang rape ring." <laughs> what is he referring to? Like in high school? Okay. Right. <laughs> Is that a creepy porn lawyer? Yes. Yeah, so. that's creepy, yeah. creepy porn lawyer. You're right. You should watch the interview between Tucker Carlson and Avenatti. It gets, oh. it gets, uh, I did. It gets pretty wild. What did you think of that sport? Oh, I loved it. I, I pretty much love all of Tucker's interviews. But the funny, the best thing about this one was that Tucker agreed to do this interview, or Avenatti agreed to do this tu- this interview with Tucker if Tucker wouldn't call him creepy porn lawyer. So Tucker did not call him creepy porn lawyer during the whole interview, but it was rolling across the bottom of the screen the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic. <laughs> yes. Would a man who turned a porn star who reneged on a payoff into a paragon of civic virtue lie? Hmm. Good question. <laughs> I would say probably. Yes, probably. <laughs> So, yeah, it's just been a torrent of uh, disgusting allegations that have no, no facts to back them up and really creepy people with their uh, six degrees of Hillary Clinton and six degrees of Fusion GPS. It's like what you said two weeks ago. This is the whole the theme is guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. Believe all women. Pat Oswalt was wearing a believe all women shirt. So that's what's cool now. Oh, yeah. Well, the moral compass of the uh, leftist comedians. That's just great. So lovely. So intelligent to see people looking to them for for the moral high ground. Okay, well, oh, another one. Two men tell Senate that they, not Kavanaugh, assaulted Ford. Two men have come forward to members of the Senate Judiciary Committee to claim that they are the ones who actually assaulted Christine Blasey Ford during a house party in 1982 and not Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Republicans on the committee released a timeline of events late Wednesday, which included details about their interactions with the two men who admitted to the attacks. On Monday, the timeline recounts GOP staff members interviewing a man who believes he, not Kavanaugh, had the encounter with Ford in 1982. The encounter refers to an episode in which Ford claims that Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her in a bedroom at a Maryland house party. Yeah, yeah, we all know that at this point. Um, They had a follow-up interview with that man 
and he provided more detail about the assault. Then on Wednesday, the committee staff said they spoke with a second man who said he assaulted Ford in 1982. They did not release uh, any more details about the men, only why both were coming forward with the claims. What do you guys think of that? That's just weird. I think Kavanaugh should say Cosby drugged and raped him. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I agree. That would be a good one. I, You know, um, like I said, I didn't get to see the whole thing, but from what I heard, you know, Kavanaugh was pretty... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the, the right descriptor is, but I think he should have maybe been a little more like, hey, you know, F you, you know, l- l- why don't you tell me, strange bulldikey looking lady, like about your sexual tirades from high school? Let's let's hear what you were doing in in high school. You know how much alcohol had to be involved to get someone in bed with you? It's just an idea, Kavanaugh. If you're out there listening, you got any more of this to deal with? You might want to turn about on this one. And uh, let's see, we've also got Netflix piling on. Spore and I noticed uh, this week on Netflix there is a documentary. It's it's amazing to me that Netflix can produce something so fast now that they can get a you know one of their documentaries out there in time to throw some mortar on top of the leftist narratives. They have a a new wow. documentary out called Reversing Row. So I mean I didn't bother to watch that. Obviously that's going to be a propaganda piece because Kavanaugh has already said he has no intention of doing that nor would he be able to do that on his own magically like everyone on the well not everyone but like so many people on the on the left are saying he will do. Mm-hmm. You know, using the the holy oh so loving and holy abortion topic as uh, a reason to call this guy a rapist and a Nazi and and all this. But Wow, Netflix is just in hyper speed right now when it comes to piling on top of these issues. Pretty crazy. All right, and then one last one. A little bit of tit for tat. It looks like, oh, come on. Of course I have ad blocker on, you know. Okay, disable ad blocker. Let me see the freaking article. Here, oh, come on. I have too many filters on my internets. I have filters on internets. Um, but in, at any rate, I'll link this so that you folks can check it out. Uh, Star Tribune is uh, suing to unseal U.S. Representative Keith Ellison's divorce records. Uh, Democratic DFL candidate for attorney general was accused of abuse by an ex-girlfriend. So... On the one, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this one. On the one hand, it's like it's good that uh, something like this is shown because I mean, look at all the people on the left that are just going, you know, absolutely crazy over all of this. And uh, you know, just to be fair here, let's look at some of the U.S. politicians that are on the left that actually have cases against them you know like known case numbers and uh you know stuff like that so and and another one along that line uh remember diane feinstein is a a critical person in this and i think it's worth pointing out i know a lot of people probably already know this but it's worth pointing out that she was uh highly against uh bill clinton being impeached over allegations 
that were supported by DNA evidence. <laughs> but she does want in on and was probably complicit in this Brett, Coven- Brett Kavanaugh confirmation vote being delayed over an unsupported allegation based there in that six degrees of fusion GPS. What's that about? What is that about? That doesn't make much sense. Pretty hypocritical there. Might it be uh, politically motivated on Mm. both counts and maybe she doesn't really give a flying rat's ass about people who have been assaulted? That's what I would wager. So here we are. Uh, That's it. That's all I got on Kavanaugh. I don't have anything else on on that one, but uh, it's just amazing to me to watch this go down, to see the vitriol of the left, the leftists, and the SJWs who now have convinced much of the population, the consumers of uh, mainstream media and fake alternative media run by the left, that... uh, Everybody, I repeat, everybody is guilty until proven innocent. Guilty in a kangaroo court that can even go all the way to the U.S. Senate and uh, guilty in the eyes of social media. No more is innocent until proven guilty. It's pretty sad. It is pretty sad. And I don't know. It's It seems to me very obvious that that this uh, will now be applied to everyone. Yep. Anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyone, right, Jay? I mean, like, uh, you know, say you, you want to go get a job somewhere. You got to deal with, oh, if someone finds out, someone that doesn't like me finds out I'm applying for this job, uh, they may make an allegation, and I will no longer be able to be considered for this job. That's not the way it used to work. I noticed today I was looking up somebody online, and uh, there are already private companies that, that do this, that give you a rating, you know, mylife.com and these kinds of sites, and, and people will run background checks and all that. <clears throat> so even though we don't have this public Chinese social credit score, I noticed that mylife.com now, it actually gives a person this mysterious rating. Oh, God. Uh, different people that I, that I looked up, they came up as, as rated like based on criminal history, political views, and this little meter shows up that shows that 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 link that says whether you're in the green or in the red. I'm not joking. Look it up. Black mirror. <laughs> Very. Wow. So when did when did they start collecting these these uh, profiles? My life has been online for a long time. I, I remember trying to get my stuff erased on my life 10 years ago not because i'd done something bad i was just like i don't want my public information on this damn thing yeah interesting yeah you don't want them to know that you were caught, caught fisting elmo <laughs> <laughs> you mean bert and ernie because they were gay yeah jay dyer was hiding in bert and ernie's bathtub <laughs> Is it, isn't isn't every puppet by definition getting fisted that's exactly <laughs> that's the point <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Jim Henson rolls in his grave right now. <laughs> well, that's interesting, Jay. Um, also, because Max dropped us a link just before the show um, titled, Is a Dystopian Social Credit Program 
coming yeah. to America. This is interesting, and I think it ties into what Jay's talking about. And then we've got a really good example in China to to compare it to here. So, uh, have you heard about China's dystopian new social credit program? Well, yes. If you're a Boiler Room listener, you have because we've covered it multiple times. Uh, but if you haven't, there's a terrifying infographic from Board Panda that uh, they'll be referencing throughout this article. The good news is that this is happening in China, where we all know a communist government has long been crushing freedom for the residents of the nation. You may think this doesn't affect you because you're in America, but dang it, we've seen over and over again how a great idea in another country, no matter how dystopian, can spread like a viral contagion. And the bad news is that it is incredibly close to happening here. Uh, Don't believe it's happening? Let's take a look. Here's some information about data collection in the United States. We all know that our data is being mined and sold to the highest bidder all over the Internet. A while back, I was looking for a new rental for the time uh, that our lease runs out. I got some emails from landlords from Craigslist. made an agreement with one of them, and then the very next day, a utility company that I had never contacted sent me a creepy email reminding me of the length of time ahead I needed to schedule relocating my service. Everything you do online is scanned and sent to people who will profit. So uh, this is a pretty crazy article. He says, um, so what if someone on Facebook, Twitter, Gmail, Yahoo, Outlook, and every place else on the internet was collecting every single thing you typed, everything you read, everything you searched up. What if all that stuff got combined to create a picture of you, your beliefs, your moral convictions, and the way that you think? Don't de- don't dilute yourself into thinking that this will only be limited to China. This is something that will spread based on its effectiveness. Effectiveness at what? Effectiveness at predicting your every move from likeliness to pay a bill or honor a contract to who you will most likely vote for in the next election. There's a reason that Mark Zuckerberg had to go to Congress and sit on a stack of books and testify. It's because the information he has harvested and sold is so incredibly, horribly detailed. When you read the following infographic, you'll see where we're going with this. And the infographic shows basically uh, the collection of data that's distilled, and it includes your credit history, your fulfillment capacity, uh, your... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Identity characteristics, your social relationship, uh, your behavior and preference, which is then distilled down into a score. So just like Jay was saying, there's your score. There's your social social score uh, happening right here. So, uh, you know, it may not be being applied in quite the extreme ways that it is being applied in China right now. It's being built up. But the database is being built. And I think a lot of us have kind of just felt like, oh, well, you know, NSA is doing that kind of stuff, but, you know, it's not going to get weaponized against most of us. But no, Facebook's doing it. Energy companies are doing it. Law companies are doing it. I mean, this is this is gnarly. And of course, it's happening in your browser. It's happening uh, on your Apple products. Apple just uh, updated their their terms of service and privacy agreement as the new OS 12, iOS 12 came out this week. And people are have noticed that in in that new agreement, they're they're keeping score too. So uh, really, yeah. What, can you elaborate on that? What do you mean? Let me see if I can find that one. Let's see here. You know, it's going to be about the social justice warriors that are writing all this, too. I mean, it's going to be an algorithm, but if you get flagged, it'll be some purple-haired freak being like, he can't ever work again because he talked about man boobs one time. Exactly. Okay, so here it is. Uh, Apple monitors your, your device's uh, usage to assign you a trust score in an attempt to prevent... They're, they're, they're framing this as an attempt to prevent fraudulent purchases from the iTunes store. <laughs> so there's your shoehorn. There's your, your foot in the door. Uh, Apple has begun giving each iOS device a trust score. Now, exactly how this is uh. com- computed isn't known, but one of the factors is how many phone calls and emails are sent and received by a phone or tablet. And uh, let's see here. Just, just blah blah blah. Despite the laughable goal of preventing fraud, an iPhone trust score is something likely to raise the hackles of privacy advocates. Duh. Um, still, though, in Apple's defense, they promised it's not tracking their users. The company updated the um, iTunes Store privacy statement with the following. So here's how they have it. To help identify and prevent fraud, information about how you use your device, including the approximate number of phone calls or emails you send and receive, will be used to compute a device trust score when you attempt a purchase. The submissions are designed so Apple cannot learn the real values on your device. The scores are stored for a fixed time on the servers. But they haven't revealed exactly how this trust score is computed. 
So it doesn't sound like it makes any sense to me. I mean, people, who cares how many calls and emails you send? What? That doesn't mean what? anything. Like, how does that determine whether you're trust, trustworthy or not to buy a, a song? Right. What? <laughs> that makes no sense. So it must be, for this to make any sense, it has to, they have to be looking at who you're calling and who you're emailing. And furthermore, maybe even what the general content is or some sort of you know, keyword scanner or something in there. I don't see how they could generate any sort of trust based on the, the sheer number of calls and emails you make. I thought we lived under a free government. Yeah. I thought we were free. What happened to America? What the hell happened to America? So, in other words, uh, they do the exact same thing. And they, they just do it in two different ways. It's the exact same system, and they call it two different things. So it's privatized in our country, and it's the exact same thing as what's public in China. Yeah. So I thought I thought capitalism yeah. and communism were two different systems. Oh, wait, no, they're actually the same, but with different window dressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, a veneer, a different veneer on, uh, on our capitalism yeah. here when it comes, especially when it comes to these freaking giant monopolistic corporations like Apple, Google, Facebook, and company. So China is turning into a digital dictatorship to exert control over its 1.4 billion citizens. For some, social credit will bring great opportunities. For others, punishment. The Communist Party's plan is to monitor its citizens 24-7 and rank them on their behavior as the dystopian social ranking system will be fully operational by 2020. Wow, so we'll have a fully operational uh, uh, digital dictatorial uh, Death Star happening in China just in time for our next elections to be a, uh, a great model of efficiency. According to Australian Broadcasting Corporation, an active pilot program has already assigned a score out of 800 to millions of people across the country. More than 200 million surveillance cameras are currently using artificial intelligence and facial recognition software that adds or subtracts social points based on physical and digital behavior. How about that, Spore? So if uh, you were to go to China and pour bleach on someone's crotch for manspreading, uh, do you think that would give you plus uh, social credits or negative social credits? I don't know. Depends, depends on who's determining the social credits. <laughs> it could go either way. Yeah. I don't know how China feels about social justice. Well, well by the way, uh, as I read this foreign policy magazine article on the Chinese social credit system, it says that it's in part based on the U.S., credit scoring system <laughs> oh no so, so once again in other words they modeled it on the, on the way that your credit scores are dinged when you you know try to buy something or apply for something they modeled it on that so while once again monopolistic capitalism is the kissing cousin of communism yeah yeah and if you've ever like uh monitored your credit score there's so much stuff in there that's erroneous that you get penalized for usually it's like you have to go through it a couple times a year and spend a week or so you know fighting stuff and proving that half of that stuff in there isn't even true hmm. 
So this article says, uh, if your best friend's dad or your dad says something negative about the government, you'll lose points too. So yep. it's, <laughs> it's even in your social circle. So that's very black mirror in the sense that nobody's going to want to hang out with you. Nobody's going to want to talk to you or accept a phone call from you. If you have a, Dude, we might as well just be put the, the entire corpus of boiler room and every show I've ever done on the internet is, has has me at the front of the the rifle. I'm going to be shot first. Like that's <laughs> just. <laughs> Dude, we when we when we're we, gonna be lined, we're gonna be lined up and shot first, dude. Like we're going down. <laughs> when we coined the Social Rejects Club, we had no idea how real that was becoming. No kidding. We were just kind of bummed out that we lost a bunch of friends and respect from family members. We didn't we didn't realize we're gonna, we were gonna be gonna... bowed down by by social by pink haired freaks with Uzis. <laughs> oh, what a world! Amazing, and they're gonna they're gonna say suck our man boobs and touch our <laughs> our fake penises that we're gonna call real penises on girls, and if you don't, we will mow you down with Uzis. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting ugly out here, folks. It is getting real freaking ugly. So there you have it. That's what's going on here, and uh, meanwhile in China, that is. Uh, the model. That's what we're looking at. And I guess while we're talking... This is what Bertrand Russell said they would do, man. He said that 100 years ago that this is the system they do. Right. That it would be a, a global system of credit scores, and you would get your tally, and it would determine whether you ate. If, you don't, if you're not a good citizen, they just turn it off. You don't eat that week. Right. Never mind not being able or to get a job. Forever. Yeah, that'll be the least of your worries. They'll just say no. We're going to. You won't be able out. to buy. Shit. You can't buy. Shit. You can't buy the ramen noodles in from the Target that you, you live in. I was making. Remember the jokes I was making like three years ago? You're going to live inside a Target. Yep. It's a giant company store. Remember that, like the stories of like the company store. You live in the the company town. Like some company owns the whole town. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a global version of that. So essentially, with Terminator and Skynet running it. Right, it's like uh, old school uh, indentured service and slavery meets Skynet. Yes, exactly. Oh my god. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. Alright, well, uh, oops, I got the wrong link there. Let me find this one. I had another one on Facebook that kind of fits into this. Do a quick search on it. Everybody, you're listening to Boiler Room 184, a very uplifting Boiler Room. Once again, we're here on Alternate Current Radio, and I'm joined by Max, Lovely Spore, and Jay Dyer tonight. Here we go. I found the article. Three ways Facebook is increasingly becoming an arm of the U.S. government. Uh, Thank you to everybody who sent me articles this week and dropped them in the chats. There's so many. I can't put credit where it's due. Facebook has lately announced a series of major steps it would take to combat fake news and the global spread of misinformation that it says could influence elections. But the more we learn about just who it is Facebook is partnering with in this endeavor, the clearer it becomes that these initiatives are not all designed to foster independent thought and discourse, but to ultimately ensure that public online discourse doesn't stray too far from official state narratives. 
Mark Mark Weisbrot, a co-director at the Center for Economic Policy Research, recently slammed Facebook's decision to work with U.S. government-funded organizations as Orwellian, especially given the fact that these organizations themselves specialize in overseas propaganda. Thus, while claiming to fight Russian, Iranian, and other propaganda, these very groups will strictly enforce an official establishment Washington and NATO view of world events. And here are three worrisome Facebook initiatives to which the public should pay close attention and which suggest the social media giant is increasingly becoming a censorship arm of the U.S. government and its allies. Number one, which uh, if you're a Boiler Room listener, again, you already know. Facebook's partnership with U.S. state-funded think tanks. Of course. Uh, last Wednesday... Atlantic Council. Go ahead. Atlantic Council. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Atlantic Council. We've covered that one before. That's absolutely verified. Um, NATO think tank right there. Uh, last week, last Wednesday, Facebook announced it would work with two U.S. government-funded think tanks in order to bolster the social media giant's election integrity efforts. That's in quotes around the globe. The new partnership with International Republican Institute, the IRI, and the National Democratic Institute, NDI, has been described by Reuters as an initiative to slow the global spread of misinformation that could influence elections, acknowledging that fake news sites were still read by millions. Are they talking about CNN? I don't think so. Not in this case. Um, but both the IRI and NDI are funded by guess who? The National Endowment for Democracy, which, <laughs> yeah, oh my God, which has since its late Cold War era founding um, de- defined itself as a soft power wing of the U.S. government abroad, focused on democracy promotion. Again, in quotes. Um, so, NDI, NDI has been described as a tax funded organization that has interfered in elections, mobilized coups, and orchestrated public relation campaigns against nations that resist Washington's agenda. So there's number one. <laughs> so you can add those to uh, Atlantic Council. And let's see. Oh, number two is their connection to the Atlantic Council, which we have discussed here on Boiler Room before. And of course, if you missed that, uh, the Atlantic Council is funded by NATO and European governments and Gulf monarchies. So, way to go, Zuckerberg. Uh, I'll link this on the show page so you can see the entire list of who funds the Atlantic Council. It is staggering. Absolutely staggering. Uh, Boeing is one of them. Dow Chemical is one of them. J.P. Morgan, Lockheed, NATO itself, uh, Crescent Petroleum, Bank of America, Raytheon, Pfizer, Open Society, of course, Soros Agency. And I could go on and on. It's a long list, but you'll just have to check that out yourself. And let's see. Facebook has also set up a war room ahead of the November midterm elections. They announced last Wednesday that it plans to set up a war room at its Silicon Valley campus to prevent potential foreign election meddling during the midterms. <clears throat> well, we should probably translate that, Jay. What do you think they mean by prevent foreign election meddling? 
Well, Patrick did the interview with uh, the Brazilian group. I don't remember that guy's name or wherever where they were from, where Facebook took them down because they were going to influence the elections there. Um, and then I, I didn't realize it, but when they were saying tell... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Sir got took, taken off of Facebook or banned or whatever. I didn't realize that was because of Abby Martin's show. Oh, right, right. Okay, so that was why that happened. So, yeah, it's to not just influence elections, but, I mean, who cares about elections? They can... They can just get the the you know whoever they want the next time around. Elections are a scam anyway, but it's ultimately for what you're seeing with the the social credit things to have complete domination. What is it? What's the Air Force document? Um, full spec, not full spec. Um, um, oh yeah, uh, it's not full spectrum dominance. It's it's uh, something like total dominance in the human domain or, or some shit like that, but. Uh, it's, that's what it is. Right. You know what I'm talking about? I can't yeah. think of the name of the. I'm blanking thing. on the article too, or the document name, but I know we've, we've talked about it before. Uh, let's see here. It was, uh, that was Sunday wire number two forty three. It's called the summer purge. And he had mastering uh, the human domain. That's it. There you go. That's the one. Go ahead. So Patrick brought on um, a member of a conservative political movement in Brazil to discuss his political organization's battle with Facebook over the social media monopoly's underhanded practice of shadow banning and also their recent shutdown of hundreds of personal pages and profiles in a pre-election purge in Brazil. So Facebook's shady involvement in Brazil's democratic and legal process, he noted, was an eerie parallel to the recent uh, dystopic Hollywood film The Circle, which uh, you've brought to our attention also, Jay. So mm-hmm. that's how they—that's how they're doing this, you know. Facebook, they're not just, you know, folks. Facebook isn't just looking for, you know, twenty-year-olds in Moldavia who are looking to make money on some some political ads in other countries. They're actually targeting political parties. And, you know, I don't know much about Brazil's political party. I'm sure that both all of, all of their political parties are, you know, have their own crazy corruptions going on. But the fact that an American company like Facebook, Silicon Valley, Facebook, can get, will get in there and not just, you know, remove somebody who look like, looks like a bot or is trying to do, you know, political influencing or advertising that's underhanded. But they will go in and remove hundreds of people's accounts before 
a big election because of their political party, that is meddling. That is meddling. That is government and corporate meddling in other countries' election processes. Why is that not news? All elections are all elections are meddled with, by the way, because they're pretty much a joke. But yeah, but yeah, for the sake of uh, keeping up appearances, they still do like to influence the decisions people make. It's almost like voting is itself a kind of big test tube to see where people are. Yeah. So Facebook, uh, once again, I mean, how many? How? We're, I guess we just you know keep harping on it. We've been doing it for years now, uh, but. They don't care anymore. They're not. They're barely keeping up the facade of, you know, being a social media application instead of being a government propaganda wing, much just like normal mainstream media. So, way to go, Facebook! And and what a joke article because it was that way the whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not new development. Oh, they're teaming up. No, they were started with the CIA seed money. How many times have we talked about that? Oh, yeah. NQTEL money, CIA seed money, people like Obama admitting it openly. I mean, it's it's not a secret. There's no secret there. Well, there you have it. Um, I don't know what else to say, you guys. Uh, anybody else have any uh, anything they want to bring into the boiler room? I guess we could mention... Uh, yeah, I do. I, I want to ask what you guys... So, what is going on with Elon Musk? Because... Uh, he seems to kind of be all over the place. He makes these woke statements, and then he talks about how great it's going to be to hook your brain up to Skynet and the Matrix, and then he makes some really woke statements, and then he smokes weed and makes everybody mad, and then he talks about who controls the media. <laughs> uh, and so I'm, I'm baffled by, I can't figure out what's going on with this. Is he a uh, a plant to see there to to make everybody think that he's edgy and cool um, because now today the New York Times they're saying that he's going to be sued by the SEC because uh, they they hope to be able to oust him so maybe he got woke and like he's realizing whoa you know this shit's way over my head crazy what's really going on uh, and that's why they're going after him. Or is it all theatrics? Because uh, if you notice, one of the Tesla plants was raided for, for <laughs> trafficking drugs. Which, did you see that? No, I hadn't heard that. See, that could go either way because it was the employees at Tesla that got busted. So they could it could have just been employees bringing drugs to work, right? Or it could have been one front. I mean, sometimes corporations are fronts for these kinds of things. Um, or are they going after Elon Musk because he's saying too much woke shit? You know what I mean? It can, I, I don't know. I haven't figured this guy out. It's very all over the place and, and crazy. It's it's but clear as mud, huh? Clear. Well, yeah. Uh, he's said some pretty woke things. It's like, yeah. what? It's I, agree. I wouldn't have expected He's even uh, he's even talked about starting his own news agency. I think he wanted to call it uh, Pravda, ironically. Um, no, uh, are you yeah. joking? Yeah, let me see if I can find that article. You're joking or you're being serious? I'm being serious. Elon Musk. <laughs> he's going to start a news agency called Pravda? <laughs> yeah. What? 
Yeah, check this out. Um, Pravda, Elon Musk's solution for punishing journalists. For months now, billionaire Elon Musk, inventor trying to colonize Mars, tunnel under Los Angeles, and make electric vehicles mainstream, has been seemingly preoccupied with another obsession, the media. What began as frustrated swipes at the press during earnings calls last year blossomed into a full-blown fury when Musk attacked uh, the holier-than-thou media on Twitter for a litany of perceived abuses, among them disproportionately covering automobile deaths involving Tesla, improperly highlighting injuries at his factory, and helping to elect Donald Trump. The biased coverage has conspiratorial roots, uh, Musk claimed, the result of an advertising alliance between uh, fossil fuel companies and the media. Um, So... Let's see. Musk even offered a solution for fighting back against the negative press coverage, a website called Pravda, where the public can rate the core truth of any article and track the credibility score of each journalist, editor, and publication. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. And if anyone out there doesn't, isn't familiar with that, Pravda, which means truth in Russian, and is also the name of the Soviet Union's chief propaganda platform, was one of the 20th century's most influential publications. Musk may have been trolling his online audience, uh, (laughs) combining a scathing media critique with his notoriously quirky sense of humor, but it appears he also may have been more serious than many suspected. Um, We need to win him over to the boiler room, get him on our side. I agree, man. I agree. I really hope that he is uh, hashtag getting woke. Um, but it's hard to say, you know, because the, the other side of that argument, which which you pointed out, is uh, is it all a scam? We must hang. We must hang. <laughs> we must hang. We must hang. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm no, no, it's cool. Um, so the California Secretary of State's website shows a Pravda Corp was registered in October in Delaware and used the same filing details as two other Musk startups. So he may not be messing around there. Huh. So, uh, did anyone see the Joe Rogan thing that everybody was talking about? I saw some highlights. I didn't watch the whole uh, interview yet, though. Well, I, I haven't seen anything. How, well, how were the highlights? Was it uh, everybody said, oh, look, he said the exact same thing that Al Jones said when he was on Joe Rogan. Is it like that? Uh, yeah, there were a lot of some people. Yeah, the, the uh, responses on Twitter and stuff were, were amazing. It was just a, a total melee. He, he smoked a joint. There's crazy. There's really funny memes going around of the moment when right, when yeah. Musk like takes a hit off the joint and then you know staring at it, kind of staring through the joint, you know, <laughs> like having this revelatory <laughs> moment sort of thing. Uh, yeah, Funk Soul watched the whole thing and he told me it's it's definitely worth checking out in its entirety and there's some good content in there. But like I say, I pretty much watched the weed smoking part because that's what everybody was uh, talking about and you know he got in trouble with his his board and all that stuff. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I wish I, I, I wish I could figure that out. I want to, because if this guy, that 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 thing where his um, one of his corporate offices is getting raided for drug trafficking, like, I really gotta wonder what does that mean? Actually, like, does that mean some employees were selling weed to each other? Because that's pretty much no. It was it was meth supposedly. Oh, okay. But, well, just Google it. I, I don't. I don't remember what the whole, whole story was. And it could be a setup. I mean, it could have been a thing 
where, oh, we're going to raid you now that you said something in the on your Twitter feed we don't like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this article in the New York Times today, you're going to get sued by the SEC because of your antics. Well, that would sure be cool if uh, if he actually ends up being a uh, a white hat in all of this going into the future here. But you're right. Does anybody listen to to, to the Tim Kelly podcast much? Uh, I love Tim Kelly's podcast, but I haven't listened to it in a in a bit. Uh, I'm not. I don't often listen to to Joe Atwell, but he was talking about <laughs> this, and he. Uh, I can't really do an impersonation, or I would try to do it. But uh, Tim, uh, uh, Tim, uh, he does. A, he talks about getting a Tesla, and he actually he made an interesting point that the Tesla appears to have like military grade technology in the car, um, which the point was that it suggests that it's that the Tesla is one of these kind of Pentagon. You know, companies. It's not. It's not a free market company. Come on. Mm, yeah. Well, that is a that is an argument worth considering. I don't have any experience. I, I think I sat in one one time, but I've never ridden in one. Um, do, do, do you think that? I mean, you know about military grade technology. You've been around that kind of stuff before. Do you, Do you think that that Tesla is a company that would have like Pentagon backing to? to be in that role is that kind of what it is what i want i wonder about that mostly because of uh their their mars mission stuff you know i kind of feel like when, when oh that's uh, i forgot about that stuff you know what i mean like when nasa kind of got uh down yeah that's a bunch of yeah kind of yeah. moved over to oh it's private now yeah right so now we've got spacex and that's a good point that's that's one of the things that has me kind of going. Okay, so if if SpaceX is the new NASA and NASA was already a front for something that was already kind of getting <laughs> right. a thin veneer on it, um, you know, is SpaceX just the new NASA and maybe the all of NASA this is private, exactly. game yeah. theory of some sort? It could very well be. I don't believe that. I'm sorry, I'm a skeptic about a Mars trip that you can buy. What do you think? Do you think will they like put people in a in a you know those things that you that they used to have in the malls in the eighties? They still have them, like those things you ride in in the mall where you like ride the Back to the Future ride in the mall. <laughs> My calculations are correct. When this baby hits eighty-eight miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Maybe they'll like like so if you're a billionaire and you pay for it. Uh, and you get in that thing, and, and they gas you. <laughs> You're like knocked out in there, and they give you some acid or something. Uh, and it's just a, a, a glorified mall ride, or like a glorified Disneyland Mars mission. Dude, wouldn't that and, be crazy? If so, they- yeah, you paid a billion dollars, and then like you ride this this ride to Mars, and you thought you did it, but it was actually just a really extreme version of. I don't know, Space Mountain or something. Dude, it's like, uh, yeah, the first one, imagine this, like the first trip to Mars will be populated with like Justin Timberlake and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. People like that, you know. Um, Lady Gaga, Justin Timberlake, right. and George Soros and Richard Branson. And they take them and they dose them up with some kind of crazy LSD like they had in Mandy and tell them all the G-forces are going to knock them out, but they'll wake up. And- yes, but it's, yes, and it's all kind of like a simulation, and it's just like super intense, you know, right. graphic, and everybody falls for it. Like they'll stick them in like a, uh, like a virtual reality bodysuit, and it'll be like, yes. 
like that scene from Interstellar near the end where where McConaughey is like floating around in the behind the library, you know, like some kind of ghost looking through time. Yes, exactly, exactly. In fact, at, when I was last at Disney, I noticed when I was on uh, a couple of those rides, I was thinking these are old ass, like shitty nineteen eighty five technology rides, and I was thinking, you know, especially with you look at what they what they've done with Pandora, their new their new uh, world at Disney and how advanced the, the synthetic, you know, aspects of the rides are with, with Pandora as compared to something like space mountain or some shit like that from the sixties or seventies. As humans we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If they, if they really wanted to, I mean, you could really dupe somebody if you had this kind of technology very oh, easily. Yeah. Because I mean, they're not going to be getting out. I mean, Lady Gaga is not going to be jumping out on Mars and trouncing around in her meat suit. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're, they're just going to be sitting in something that feels like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm bullshit, but <laughs> it's highly possible, man. I would not put it past. Uh, I mean, cause that's like, that's like moon landing hoax 2.0 right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like how to pull that off. If you couldn't actually get people to Mars. Oh. Perfect. Yeah. That's the OJ movie, dude. <laughs> Capricorn One, remember? Right. Have you seen it? Yeah, I remember that one. It's been a while, but yeah, that's right. I bring that up. A lot of people have never heard of it. This is like a conspiracy classic, man. Everybody's got to see Capricorn One. I'm going to have to rewatch it. It's been a long time. Not that great of a movie, but just because it's a conspiracy classic, everybody has to see Capricorn One. Yeah, that's that's old. That's from like the seventies, right? Late seventies. It's a TV movie from the late seventies or early eighties. Mm. I forget, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah, here it is on uh, IMDb. Capricorn One, nineteen seventy-seven. A NASA Mars mission won't work, and its funding is endangered. So they decide to fake it just this once, yeah. <laughs> but then they have to keep the secret. Yeah, no, it's it's a great conspiracy classic. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's got uh, Elliot Gould and James Brolin and some other people I don't recognize. And OJ. OJ. 
Yes. Nice. So there's a movie about faking an entire mission to Mars. Hello. Uh huh. A little predictive. Maybe Hollywood predictive, pr- predictively programming. So I don't know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. Okay. And that is uh, that's on Prime Video actually. So if you are uh, Amazon Primer, you can watch that on Prime Video. There you go. Recommendations. What did, I, what did everybody think of Cosby? Oh man, the cause went down, didn't he? Did you see the clip of him? He didn't seem to care because as he was walking out of uh, the court thing, he did the <laughs> he did the Fat Albert. Did you see that? No. <laughs> yes, it was epic, dude. He goes, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's like. There's like a thousand reporters and all these cameras and shit flashing. He's walking in handcuffs and he goes, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Wow. I'm not joking. Look it up. Yeah, it's like, what is, we live in a, this, dude, I'm starting to think the CERN Mandela shit is real because this, this timeline, this world that we live in has just gone fucking haywire. Dude. This is like. It can't be real. It can't be. There's there's no fix for for this kind of crazy. I mean, this this. Could is- you imagine go back to the first boiler room and if we transported back and the boiler room crew of now was explaining to the boiler room crew three years ago the news that would be the norm, <laughs> we would be like, "Holy crap, dude!" <laughs> yeah, I think try, I- imagine trying to explain Hesher 2015 that Bill Cosby will be uh, sentenced to three to eight years or whatever it was. And on the way out of the courtroom, he'll do the the fat Albert for the cameras. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I remember opening the show with the fat Albert song, like, before all this Yes, you did. You did. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) There it is. Bill Cosby yells out fat Albert's hey, 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 as he departs court on day two of deliberations. (laughs) Unreal. We were seriously. <sighs> Holy we crap! Were yeah, we we're, we're uh, channeling future us. I guess <laughs> didn't even know it. <laughs> it's like some CERN, story. dude. CERN is the, it's the yeah. And no effect. Yeah, I'm, we may I'm have joking about it. Yeah, I think I know. I <laughs> totally, man. Wow. Just ludicrous. This is insane. I can't believe that. All right. I'm going to, if people are going to have hard Did you see that. Marina Abramovich get her own painting smashed over her head? Oh, yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> what happened there? I didn't see the footage yet. No, I, I didn't hear about that. She was in Italy and showing off some crap art that she does. And some dude, I don't know who it was, just busted in and grabbed it and <laughs> smashed the painting over her head. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Confronted about spirit cooking. Oh my god, crazy! The world's gone mad, you guys. The world has gone mad, and uh, I'm poor persecuted. It'll be poor persecuted, Marina Abramovich. <laughs> yeah, persecuted by the crazed conspiracy theorists. She probably paid him to do it, make her look good. You're right. That would be good. I bet that's one of those any press is good press sort of things there vindication oh boy <clears throat> there she is with Robert Redford oh my gosh the things that come up when you type in her name are just nuts there she is she's mad 
mad at Jay-Z, though. Jay-Z used her, she says. Uh, Yeah, I see. Or Marina. I see her there looking at Jay-Z in one of these thumbnails, both of them together. My goodness. Wow. What a wild ride tonight, you guys. I don't even know. Is there anywhere we can go from here? (laughs) Holy crap. Well, the... We've got 172 nerds uh, watching, and we do have we do have some super chats. I would like to remind nerds now is the time for super chat. Give us money. Give us money. 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 <laughs> money and power. I wanna be rich. Remember that song? <laughs> yes. Oh, I wanna be rich. Well, I guess now's a good time, Jay. Do you have any uh, to go yeah. for? Acrobat Jesus for nine ninety nine. I started a new job here. Take my shekels. Thank you. We will take them. I appreciate it. Nice one, Jolene for nine ninety nine. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome, Jolene. Franklin rocks. Chan. Yep, Franklin Chan nine ninety nine. Thank you, Boiler Room Crew. Thank you, Franklin. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Oh, love the youth. That was one. Did we see that one? The the somebody reminded me in the chat. Which Did one? you see that? No, now it's mainstream news that oh, uh, the elite are infusing themselves with the blood of the of the young. Oh, I heard you and uh, Clive Lewis talking about that the other day. Yeah, I was kind of surprised at that because that was a oh, that's in the conspiracy realm. You're a conspiracy. Th-. No, and now it's mainstream news that oh yes, turns out elites, billionaires, they actually pay. Uh, Exorbitant amounts of money to have the blood of the young uh, hosed into their veins. <laughs> who, who are these young, by the way? Are they are they killed? Are they sacrificed by the elite? I mean, where where do they get these uh, the youth blood here? And uh, as Clyde and I were talking, about, I couldn't think of that woman's name. But Clyde remembered her, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bathley. Yeah, yeah the, the elitist, the elitist from uh, long ago who did this. Yep, she would. Uh bathe in the blood of virgins allegedly yeah there's a uh, you're right that's crazy there's an article up at uh free thought project no longer a conspiracy theory elite openly paying to ingest the blood of the young i'll link that on the show it's even, it's, it's even on the guardian dude i'm looking at the guardian oh my god yeah even more mainstream not that that's like you know the guardians of shit i'm shit anyway I'm seeing some interesting stuff from June 2017 about PayPal's CEO. Oh, right. Yeah, Peter Thiel. And Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel. Uh, PayPal CEO and co-founder Peter Thiel shared an interview with Inc.com's Jeff Berkovici that he loves harvesting the blood of young children and quote-unquote infusing himself with it in attempts to stay young forever. Amazing. Yeah, in this article I've got here, he, they've got a quote from him, too. He says, I'm looking into this paraboisis stuff. I don't know if I pronounced that right, which I think is really interesting. This is where they did uh, the young blood into older mice, and they found that that it had a massive rejuvenating effect. Peter Thiel, the billionaire co-founder of PayPal um, and advisor to Donald Trump, told Inc. Magazine. So it's from that same article. He says... Uh, I think there are a lot of these things that have been strangely underexplored. 
Yeah, that reminds me of the stream I did with Arini uh, and Beckloff where we were talking about uh, Kim Kardashian smearing menstrual blood on her face. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, that. Uh, the, the menstrual facial. Yeah, and then she put it on like her Instagram or something. Yep, yep. Ugh. Yeah, similar claim was made by journalist uh, Jeff Berkovsky last year after he conducted several interviews with Silicon Valley aristocrats, including Peter Thiel, and learned about this transfusion procedure where blood of young people is used to prevent aging. There are widespread rumors in Silicon Valley where life extension science is a popular obsession that various wealthy individuals from the tech world have already begun practicing paraboisis, uh, spending tens of thousands of dollars for the procedures <clears throat> and young person blood and repeating the exercise several times a year. Reading on here, it says, In Europe, around the time of the American Revolution, corpse medicine was very popular among the ruling class. Uh, Charles II even brewed his own. This is crazy. Crazy. Uh, so uh, Durham University has conducted extensive research into the practice of corpse medicine among the royalty. Yeah, this is apparently very widespread, or at least, well, they're, they're, they're saying that there are widespread rumors. How messed up is that? These people that we were just talking about earlier, some of them, uh, who are looking to bring a Chinese technocratic dictatorship to us, Black Mirror yeah. style, are are literally vampires, blood sucking vampires. Remember the? Do you reminds me of the old uh, old? Remember the old school uh, conspiracy talks that used to be on Google Video before there was YouTube, and it was Google Video. And I mean, they're probably still on YouTube now. I don't remember, but it was uh, was it called the Prophecy Club? Remember Bill Schnebelin? <laughs> no, I don't think I ever saw that one. You haven't seen Bill Schnebelin? I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, well, yeah. He, remember when one of his talks, and he was, uh, I can't, I can kind of. He was talking about the Wubarati. The Wubarati loves to. They, the, you think that all this Red Cross blood that you give to the Wubarati? Okay, the Wubarati. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he was lying. I do think he. There's some things about him that are off, but I, I don't think he was lying about the fact that he was, um, he claimed to be a 33rd degree Freemason, uh, yeah. well, a, high I mean, pre yeah, a, Wic a Wiccan, Wiccan right. priest, a member, a member of the uh, Mormon church. He was a Dalubarati. <laughs> he, he called himself a vampire, too. He said he was an occult yeah. vampire. He yeah. says, you take two, two paths. You can take the path of the, the lichen. The lichen, and you can become a werewolf. Or you take the other path of the Illuminati and you become a vampire. Okay, I became a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Holy so, I, I, don't think you, I don't think you quoted this one from the article, uh, Hesher, um, but they're saying that this is this parabiosis experimentation uh, thing has been going on since the 50s, 1950s. And then he goes on to say, or Berkowicki wrote that U.S. studies in the field are currently lagging behind trials in China and Korea. Jeez. Well, here's another quote, just to balance it out here. There's just no clinical evidence that the treatment will be beneficial, and you're basically abusing people's trust and the public excitement around this, 
Stanford University neuroscientist Tony Westcore, uh, who conducted a 2014 study of young blood plasma in mice, told Science Magazine. Uh, take that for what it's worth, as reported by <laughs> that Vanity video just Fair. came up. <laughs> the video just came up. It's called Were Werewolves and Vampires by <laughs> a seminar by Bill Schnefflin. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, link me that. I got to see this. <laughs> Lycanthropy, that's what it's called. What's uh, what's the uh, Kate Beckinsale movie series that's totally based on this? Um, werewolves versus vampires. Yeah, uh, 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 I used to watch those. Uh, mainly for Kate Beckinsale, but yeah, me too. Uh, what was it called? Uh, they're they're not good. They're they're real cheese ball. But uh, I know. Talking about race watch. Somebody in the chat will know. Yeah, I don't know why I'm blanking on that. I know it well. Um, I did like the first one, though. The cool thing about the first installment of that movie was the werewolves were practical effects instead of um, computer generated. And they were uh, very convincing on film the way they did it. So, really cool costuming on that one. Uh, but, yeah. But that's crazy. That plot is essentially straight out of <laughs> what you're talking Underworld. about. Underworld, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, that's the one. Good old Underworld. They're up to like four or five of those now. Maybe six or seven. I have no idea. I don't keep up. Yep, so no longer a conspiracy theory there. Oh, speaking of, uh, Max may remember this. So like 10 years ago, here's a funny story. When I had uh, an old blog and I blogged a lot about well, similar topics that I do now. Um, <laughs> there was, I can't remember this guy's name, complete lunatic, uh, Bishop somebody. And he claims to be England's premier vampire hunter. Uh, somebody, <laughs> okay. somebody this guy. Okay. He's an, he's an esoteric occultist and he's a quote Bishop in, or was, I don't know if he's still alive or not, but in the, uh, the, uh, not the Gnostic Catholic Church, but the uh, the old Catholic Church, I think. Uh, and he claims to have the, have killed like more vampires in England than anybody else. Like this is a real guy, <laughs> really. And so uh, I I put up a post about him one time, and it was an article that had a picture of him. And he found it and emailed me, and he threatened to sue me <laughs> for using his picture. <laughs> I mean, this guy was a complete lunatic, dude. I can't remember. I'll have to find him. But, yes, he, he claims to be Bishop, somebody who is the actual living Van Helsing of England. No money in the chat will go. Yeah? No, this is a real guy. Let me find him. Well, he'll probably he'll try to sue me if I put up his picture. <laughs> he, I don't, he's probably dead. I don't know. He was old 10 years ago. Wow, but uh, but yeah, did you know that there? Is, this is, I guess, part of the whole crypto cryptozoology uh, sphere of the internet um, with you know Bigfoot and all that. But there are there are people who yeah hunt vampires and, uh, and werewolves. This takes me back to the old days of uh, Peter McWilson and uh, <laughs> the, the Van Helsing. Nobody will know that one, but yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys! This has become um, a lycanthropically hairy. John Manchester, John Sean Manchester. That's him. He let's see, British. Uh, <laughs> this is the 
rational wiki. So this is like the atheist uh, wiki wiki that's trying to expose him as if this guy needed exposing. But he is an unhinged British author and self-proclaimed exorcist, best known for his book, The Highgate Vampire, which was written subsequent to many vampire sightings in London in the 1970s. Manchester claims to be a skilled vampire killer and to hold a title of Bishop of the Old Catholic Church. <laughs> and he's also the head of the Vampire Research Society. So there you go. Oh, wow. This is like X-Files level stuff here. <laughs> oh, man. It absolutely is. Unreal, you guys. I had no idea we would end up uh, in the X-Files as we approached the end of Boiler Room this week. Um, wow, what a fun Boiler Room. Jay, uh, do you got any other uh, Super Chats or anyone else we need to address there? No, no, no. Everybody's a cheap other night. No more Super Chats. Nah, we love all the nerds no matter what. Thank you, everybody out there. Uh, Jolene, everybody out there. Um who chipped in tonight and of course all the acr donors and patrons you guys are all the best um i'll go around the room real quick here uh jay any any more insanities for us to go through tonight i don't guess so all right okay well i'm glad you're able to join us it was well worth the wait um what a fun boiler room what a crazy crazy freaking world we find ourselves in here in 2018 i wonder what it's going to be like uh three years from now what are we going to be doing are we going to be trying to decipher uh whether justin timberlake actually just went to mars or whether we were right in our predictions that tonight that's a great question where will boiler room uh should it still be around boiler room 20 what year is this what what year are we in 2018 okay yeah i don't i don't know there's no telling. Uh, we'll probably be deleted. We won't exist. <laughs> yeah, those uh, pink-haired people with Uzis may have taken us aside, or we won't have our meme right. licenses anymore. We'll be uh, castrated and uh, put in the Matrix. Socially rejected, utterly, and erased from the Matrix. <laughs> Saint right. Vlad, pray for us. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, perhaps Vlad the Impaler was not a sick and depraved ruler, maybe actually one of the greatest kings of what is now Romania, ferociously fought against the Ottoman Empire, defending the well, gate actually, to Christian I, Europe. I actually, think, yeah, I, I actually do think that the uh, the narrative of him as a bad guy is not true. I think he was probably a, uh, uh, I don't know if he's a good guy, but I don't think the the demonization story is true. Yeah, I think that's probably the case with a lot of historical demonizations, definitely. Right, right. Yeah, we could we could do a whole other show on that probably. But uh, as we're getting about two hours in, I think we'll call it. Um, anything else, Jay? Anything uh, your uh, readers and subscribers should look forward to as uh, we go into next week before we hit next week's boiler room? Uh, no, just uh, tomorrow or uh saturday night check out the kill stream which will be the heel stream it's going to have a gigantic audience it'll probably be one of the biggest uh events that i will be associated with for the whole year i mean it's going to be huge um you know thousands of, of live audience so hopefully uh, it goes well and uh i don't know what we're going to be talking about or what the topics are or, or what but uh hopefully it'll go good and then uh, october 13th, 14th, come out to the Paramount Ranch if you're in the California area. Tickets with a discount code 007. 
and look for me hopefully on uh, Sam Tripoli's show and studio. Right on, yeah, absolutely. All of that. Oh, and check out I've got I've got new videos up too. By the way, uh, I think this got hit once again with the the algorithm bug. My I did a top five buddy cop films with uh, Lethal Weapon, Forty Eight Hours, Tango and Cash, that kind of stuff, which I thought turned out good. Jason Elsis uh, <clears throat> watchers enjoyed it. Uh, but I think the algorithm hit it because it's, it's, I don't know what I said. I talked a lot about the Phoenix program uh, and the, because that's actually in the plot of Lethal Weapon. So uh, if you guys like 80s cop films, check out my two-hour stream. And I will also, by the way, I, I went and saw a comedian tonight, a guy I knew from a long time ago. And the opening acts were so bad that it's inspired me to do a, a new stream this week. Or this weekend at some point, I'm going to do the Boomer Comedy Tour. If you watched a few months ago, I did a kind of a roast of feminist comedians, and that was did fairly well. So I'm going to do another one of these, but I'm going to do the Boomer Comedy Tour because these comedians were so bad that they deserve a stream. <laughs> Excellent. All right, looking forward to all that, Jay, and looking forward to the next Boiler Room. And, of course, everybody get out there and hit subscribe over at the Jay Dyer YouTube and subscribe, become a member over at jasonanalysis.com. It's an incredible value, a ton of information for his subscribers over there. Thanks, Jay, for joining us for Boiler Room 184. Thank you. All you right. guys have a good night. Yeah, you Thank too. You, yeah, it was fun. This was a fun one. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Max. Thanks for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, real fun Boiler Room with you. You got any... Uh, any final thoughts or uh, things for our listeners to consider as we get out of here? No, uh, I did add a few articles uh, as you were talking about a couple of subjects that actually came in as you were discussing them, new articles, to add to what you were telling us about uh, Elon Musk and Facebook and so on. So, yeah, check that out. Okay, great. Yeah. I'll get those on the show page for everyone. And remind everyone, you can find show pages at alternatecurrentradio.com uh, with all the reference links. I do my best to get as many reference links as I can in these crazy conversations so that uh, all our listeners can dive headfirst into these insane rabbit holes. All right, Max, thank you once again. And over to the lovely, lovely, lovely Spore, if she's available. Lovely Spore, are you available? You got any saved rounds or final thoughts for this episode? I'm here, yeah. I don't have any saved rounds. I just uh, want to thank, thank Max and Jay for joining us tonight. That was a really fun show. And I want to thank all the listeners, especially you know uh, those people that stuck out for an hour and a half waiting for the show to start. I mean, I already mentioned it, but... You guys rock, and um, and to all the listeners that are listening on uh, downloads and archives, we love you all. Right on, absolutely. And uh, like you mentioned last week, don't forget to join us on Saturday nights starting at 5 p.m. Central over here at Alternate Current Radio for the Mixtape Saturdays. Uh, we've got all kinds of great mixtapes. So do join us on Saturdays. The chat room was really fun last week. Thanks, everybody that came and hung out for the uh, Hessian session for all the metalheads out there and Anarchy with Spore, Funk Souls mixtape, Fusion with Randy J, and the Radiant Mix with the Radiant Creators. Uh, we had a great weekend last weekend. And once again, I would like to thank Creative Accidents, Jolene, Mr. and Mrs. Farrow, Andrew, Beheader, 
Glassmaster and Kathleen for their contributions into the tip jar over here at Alternate Current Radio. We really appreciate all of you and uh, also, of course, our newest patron over at the Patreon, Wendy. Um, you guys are awesome. And all the super chatters tonight over at the Jay Dyer YouTube channel. And, of course, for joining me, my lovely co-host, Spore, Jay Dyer, and Max. And we are self-funded and listener-backed, so if you'd like to show your support for ACR, you can become a patron. We're at patreon.com forward slash alternate current radio. And uh, we have the tip jar over there via PayPal. And for you crypto heads, we have a crypto wallet. You can find all that. Links to all that in details, alternatecurrentradio.com forward slash donate. And uh, I guess just some final thoughts as we bump out of this 184th edition of Boiler Room on Alternate Current Radio. I'd like to remind everyone that one of the main underlying ongoing themes of this show has been to expose mainstream media as a militaristic intelligence agency controlled mafia styled globalist ran system of systems set up to distract and propagandize in support of war abroad and tyranny at home their ongoing mission to shape or perhaps rather contort culture and worldviews has unfortunately been very successful in what the sensationalists in a largely controlled opposition, often referred to as alt-media, would call information war. The term is valid, especially when it's an open fact that military institutions dish out postgraduate degrees in information warfare to military officers of all branches, multiple nations, and intelligence service members. But to think... Any of us normal Joes and Janes can participate in it is arguably folly. Folly that I myself have fallen prey to on this path more than once. Those of us in these twisted trenches of information warfare run a battle akin to the confusing cave that the young Jedi found himself in during Empire Strikes Back when he defeated his arch enemy and found only his own reflection in its death. This business with Kavanaugh, Trump, racism, Nazism, all the isms, all the phobias that have been rammed down our throats to divide, distract, and destroy our ability to function as a population of citizens of the West, it has worked. We've never been more divided had more wool pulled over our eyes. We've never been less tolerant of opposing viewpoints since the early decades of the 20th century. The tenets in in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights have never been under more attack from the very citizens whom it protects in a very long time. Thanks for being here for the live show if you're a live listener. If you're one of the many people that pick up the show in podcast format, format thanks for checking out the recording and supporting the true independent media this is hesher for boiler room and alternate current radio saying good night that's it 
gone home and cried a mama. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.